You're listening to American Girl Women with Laura Treader and Lindsay Adams-Franca. This is a podcast where two millennial gals gather around the microphone and reminisce on the cultural phenomenon that took our childhood by storm, American Girl Dolls. Contrary to what you might think, we aren't just talking about dolls here. We're diving into the high highs and the low lows of getting hooked on American Girl and all the childhood memories that come flooding back. So join us and a few special guests each week as we become American Girl Women. Hey, Laura. Hey, Lindsay. Today, we are talking about the historic clothing for girls, which is a very hot topic in my mind. And I think for all of our Instagram followers too, right now, after some of the posts that we've been sharing, like everyone has feelings about these outfits. Yes, it seems like the overwhelming response is that people wanted these outfits but didn't have them. I know that was at least my standpoint, but you know, I could kind of understand how my parents weren't going to spend like $85 on a colonial outfit for me that I wouldn't <laughs> wear, wear very often. But yeah, it seems like a lot of us were really lusting after these outfits. Right? Oh my God. All I wanted was Felicity's meat dress. I grew up in Connecticut, close-ish to Massachusetts, where you may know, Laura, um, we've talked about this where Sturridge Villages, which is a colonial reenactment town where I think a lot of people go growing up in the area for field trips or trips with their families. And I was enamored by this. This was the field trip for me that left such a lasting impression. And I remember like envisioning myself on this field trip dressed like Felicity and probably bugging my mom to no end about getting her dress, which never happened. I know that's a sore spot for my mom at this point because of the amount of times I bring it up on this podcast that she (laughs) listens to. And is like, I should have just gotten you the dress, but no hard feelings, mom. I agree with you. I think that when you are a kid, especially if you know, you're going to visit a historic landmark such as Sturbridge Village, you know, you really want to like have the authenticity behind that. And it's this, it's so similar to like when your mom tells you you have to put a turtleneck on under your <laughs> Halloween costume. It's just like, mom, that's not going to look good. That's not going to look <laughs> accurate. Like, so I think that you know, if you were into American Girl and if you were really into the historical context behind American Girl, these outfits were such a want and a need, but they were just so expensive. And, you know, when I was a kid, I probably would have really wanted one of the, you know, fancier dresses. But now as an adult, I'm drawn to the nightgowns personally. Agreed. And just for context, like looking at the catalog right now, these dresses ranged from around 50-ish dollars. The nightgowns were a little bit less set. They went up to $95, which is a 
I don't know that that's extravagant to think about having that as a child. These were definitely a luxury item for sure. But I mean, shall we get into the outfits that were available? Uh, We posted some of these on our Instagram and we're going to do a little bit of a deeper dive today. So for context for everybody, the catalog that we are looking at is a summer 1996 catalog and they have an expansive collection of clothes for the five original American Girl dolls so you can match them. We're going to start with Felicity and going through Felicity and the other gals it seems like there's a common theme with a slight variation which we'll get into but each doll has their meat dress, their school dress, a summer dress, and then their nightgown with a few accessories sprinkled in. But this is the general accoutrement in this catalog. I also noticed for the first time while looking at this that there's some jewelry sprinkled in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the accessories that it comes with. And first of all, Laura, do you remember looking at these pages growing up? So I don't remember looking at this specific one because I would have been like three when this came out, but I do remember looking at later ones in like the 1997, 98, 99 catalogs, um, specifically really was into Josefina's outfits Mm -hmm. as a kid. So I, you know, of course felt the same things that we're feeling looking at these pages today. Um, And I think some of these outfits that we're looking at definitely like they carried over into the later catalogs. Cause I remember like this specific redheaded Kirsten model. Oh my God. Being really confused about why they're using a redheaded model for Kirsten and a brunette for Felicity. Right. And I like, couldn't stand that detail either. Like there was just something askew with having a brunette Felicity and a redheaded Kirsten specifically. Yeah. It made no sense. Right. But like the other models that they used were pretty, I feel accurate to the dolls and the illustrations that we've seen, but they also don't have glasses on Molly, which we'll get into Molly later on in this episode, but there were just some things that always stood out to me. Yeah. I'm just confused about some of these things, but you're right. We'll get into it as we go. (laughs) piece by piece, model by model here. Model by model. And I could not tell you how jealous I was of these girls that got to model these historic clothes first and foremost. Oh yeah. Like they were living the absolute dream. This is exactly how I envisioned myself looking if I was going to put on any of these clothes. And it would have been the thrill of a lifetime to be at an American girl photo shoot. Uh, Truly. So first we have Felicity's meat dress, which is called here, the Rose garden gown with an authentic reproduction of a 1770s floral fabric. And they say here that this dress is garden party perfection. And I couldn't agree more This is, you know, such a beautiful uh, print that they've used 
for Felicity's dress. It's lovely. Like, I wish I was able to wear this at Sturbridge Village in, I don't know what year, 1996. The way that it looks here as worn by the girl in the catalog makes me love Felicity's me dress more. I feel like it's not necessarily on the doll, like showing me what I want to see, but like on a person, I'm like, this is so cute. Mm-hmm. It really is. It has the ruffly sleeves and a little ruffle at the collar. That's not like super overwhelming. And it's just, it's just gorgeous. I don't know. There are really no words for it, but this dress will set you back $80. So it wasn't a big surprise that I did not have this, but it's so cute. And $80 in 1996, not $80 in 2022. Right. <laughs> so that's pretty, uh, I want to actually see how much that would be. Okay. So it would be $152 today. What? Oh my yeah. goodness. W- would you be able to tell me how much $110 would be in today's yeah. world? Let's see. 208. Well, that's how much it's going to cost you for the colonial school outfit because that jacket is 62 and the skirt is 48. Laura, and this is wild. <laughs> that's crazy. And we don't even like the school outfit. No, she's wearing a red skirt that is uh, just hitting her ankles there and has kind of this corseted jacket like a cotton jacket with that ties up damn that is expensive yeah it's weird that it's the most expensive one and it's the one I like the least (laughs) (laughs) but going into the one that I think we both love the most yes is her summertime gown and we've talked about this dress several times on our podcast when we went through the uh, summer look uh, deep dive, as well as the episode that we launched about four or so episodes back, five episodes back, about what we would spend 500 imaginary dollars on. And this was ranked on both of our lists, but Felicity's summer gown is one of our absolute favorite things in this entire catalog. Yes, 100%. And this is an outfit that I feel like more so than the other two we just talked about could be versatile to a modern day. Like not the way that it's styled by the model in the catalog with like little colonial slippers, but I think (laughs) that it could be potentially a little more versatile than the first two outfits. Right. I think at the start of the pandemic, Laura, we watched Emma together like not together together but we both had it playing and we're texting with another friend of ours and I remember being so inspired after seeing Emma and was like on this very extensive late night search for Regency dresses and had I found this in my size, I would have purchased immediately. Like, I think this is just wearable enough or <laughs> someone wouldn't be like, what the fuck are you wearing? Like if you're wearing this at like, yeah, no agree. Whatever. It's like, doable. It's mm-hmm. And you know, it's only $85. This is a no brainer purchase for me. I don't remember like loving this look as a kid, as much as I do now. I don't think 
I really appreciated it then, but now I'm just captivated. And you could also buy the rose trim hat, which is this beautiful sun hat with uh, pink roses uh, and a blue ribbon tying around your head. It's so cute. And like seeing the model with Felicity together is just, uh, that's what dreams are made of. But it's kind of strange that they have Felicity in her bonnet and then the sun hat. Is that I how it is do- in the catalog? I do not understand that. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, why would she wear a bonnet under a sun hat? I want to go back into Felicity's summertime story. And here I am. And she is wearing her bonnet, not only on the page with her sun hat, but also on the cover of her book. She's writing Penny, presumably. And she's wearing her white bonnet with her sun hat fallen off of her head onto her neck. Um, so it kind of looks like it's there for like visual effect. Mm. Maybe like they wanted to show her not wearing like a hat riding her horse and wanted a bit more visibility, but it looks really bizarre on the doll. Yeah. Like, I just don't know why they would do that, but okay. <laughs> but the rose trimmed hat, it's cute, but definitely that would make you stand out if you were wearing that today. I know. I think like the ribbons being so angular is a little strange looking. Mm. Like when you tie it under your chin, it really does make this diamond effect of sorts that is a little strange. Like I love the ribbon. I don't know if I would tie it the way it is there. Like it is quite cute, but I wish the ribbon like went around the brim or like went down the back of the hat. Like we see with, uh, Samantha's meat outfit and not so much like using it as like a way to hold the hat on. All right. Agreed. It's cute enough. And then we get to Felicity's nightgown. Yeah. So Felicity's nightgown, it's never been one of my favorite nightgowns in the American girl franchise and I think it's because the sleeves are like these weird three-quarter sleeves Mm -hmm. it reminded me of this nightgown that I don't know if it's still in the hill house collection but when they first launched nap dresses there was this kind of like shapeless nap dress which was probably meant more for the napping and less for the dress of it all but (laughs) it had that kind of vibe that was like a little boxy like not Mm. as cute I don't know if they still make it um but it always always brought me back to this Felicity moment and yeah a three-quarter length sleeve on a nightgown with like the elastic probably bunching up your elbows when you sleep probably isn't the best, right? Yeah, I would think not. It is like, I don't know, it's cute, but yeah, I just, I just don't think that it would be comfortable. And another thing that I just can't believe that they actually even sell is the bonnet. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm not now a bonnet girl. Like I really loved a bonnet growing up. Though our, one of our last guests, Ruby June, sews bonnets and that girl makes a case for a bonnet. Like she looks super adorable in one, but I don't know if this like fully pulls the look together. Right. I do think the description is really cute. So the last, the last two sentences are Mm -hmm. talking about the 
cap and it says the matching lace edged cap ties beneath your chin no colonial sleepyhead ever looked cuter (laughs) that is really cute (laughs) I love when they get a little a little fun with these descriptions right honestly and then you also have the chance to purchase her coral necklace as well and Colonial girls were given necklaces made of sea coral for good luck. I like that. And it arrives inside a pretty jewelry pouch. And, you know, I don't remember seeing Felicity wear this necklace. I feel like it was part of her meat accessories. Yeah. It like seems a little familiar in that I had Felicity's meat accessories. She had like a red necklace though. This one is more pink. Hmm. Well, maybe that's the non-endangered coral that they use to make it. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I'm like thinking back to it now. Like I remember my Felicity having the bonnet. I still have her little pouch, her purse that she comes with and uh, her handkerchief and the uh, things for her stockings. I want to say they were called, uh, no, they're the garters. So they were like little ribbons. I don't believe I ever did anything with those, but it came with the coral necklace. And I probably immediately lost that because I don't remember ever having it. Like I remember Hmm. seeing it in the catalog, but never with my actual Felicity. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess she's having some bad luck herself. (laughs) Yes. I do think that the, okay. The necklace is $30. Wow. All right. Well, be dropping some dollars on this page for sure. <laughs> well, getting into Kirsten. Now, I don't know what's going on in the Kirsten page, but they took props and art direction to another level with this <laughs> staging because if you are looking on the Felicity page, you know, the model is doing a great job. She's showing off the clothes, very natural poses. She's doing like a little curtsy here and there. The Kirsten model is really vibing and she's got some props to work with. But the first thing I will say right off the bat that always confused me about this page, even as a kid, is the redheaded model for Kirsten and the brunette model for Felicity. Like, why would you not have this redheaded model be for Felicity Here's my theory that I just came up with. Okay. Maybe maybe Kirsten's model was sick that day. Mm. And they said, okay, we have a backup model, but she's brunette. What should we do? So they moved blonde Kirsten to a redhead because you can't have a brunette Kirsten, right? Mm. Like that's too much of a stretch. So instead they just switched them both. So they're both not accurate, but less so. I see. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I mean, if anybody worked for American Girl and knows the answer to this, we'd love to know. It's a burning question. I know. We're going to have to go way back. I think these were like part of the very original catalogs I want to say like I've been doing a lot of eBay catalog hunting as I bring up on like every episode of AGW but I have my eye on purchasing some original like 1986 87 
um, catalogs and some blessed eBay sellers out there have shared the actual pages of the catalogs, not just the covers. And so there are some inside peaks on the very, very early catalogs and positioning of the scenery, which, you know, a lot of it remains what we see today, but there were some changes, but there was a catalog that I saw from the very early days where they had a different setup of the historic girl size clothing, but fairly similar. And these same models were used. I forgot where I was going with this, but yeah, if anyone worked for AG at the time, please let us know. The other thing I will say about these models and like these pages is that I definitely, you know, like I was saying at the beginning of this episode that uh, we, or I rather didn't necessarily look at this specific era of catalog when I was looking because I got my first American Girl all around 1998. This is 1996. But they definitely used these pages for a while because I remember being really incensed by the redheaded Kirsten model, (laughs) even as a child. So um, they definitely had these pages going strong as like an evergreen campaign. Totally. They got full infinite usage rights. Yes. So what's interesting about Kirsten's looks is that I feel like more so with Felicity, you really are offered, you know, more accessories that are going to be needed for the full, uh, full accuracy here. So we have the petticoat and pantalets that individually are $20 and $18, which you wear both of them. So that's setting you back $38 from the start. So you have your little skirt and then little pants to wear under the skirt, which I absolutely would have wanted. Um, Mm -hmm. Listen back to, oh God, I don't remember what episode that was. Maybe our very first one of me um, having a distinct memory as a young ballet dancer in the Nutcracker wanting the full girl outfit in the party scene with these little petticoats. And for several years in a row, I was a little boy uh, with some slick back hair gel, brown lipstick, and not the cute girl in the scene that I wanted to be. But we also have prairie boots that are offered with Kirsten. So you get the full look here. And these prairie boots come in black or red and are going to cost you $68. Mm, I love that they have them in both colors. They're really cute, if not super expensive. <laughs> They're fun. And Kirsten's meat dress is called the New Country Dress. Which, yes. Do you think New Country refers to U.S. or like the, or is it like the country? You know, when like people say like, "Oh, I grew up in the, the country," like kind of like farmlands, like, and this is my new country dress. I almost it could be either. Yeah, like I was leaning towards the former, but now you've kind of sold me on the latter too. <laughs> I love Kirsten's meat dress. It's blue with a floral print. I'm surprised that it doesn't give you like the apron and like other key Kirsten meat dress accessories for her look, but this look is cute. Like it doesn't give you the bonnet. It doesn't I don't know, give you the hair ribbons. Yeah, like here's where I would think that you'd want to have the bonnet be part of it, but it's still really cute without. And the model, and this is why I say like she's been given a lot to work with here, uh, is holding chickens 
and (laughs) she's got chickens all around her like it just is so weird I don't know like why they did this chickens like we're chickens a central part to Kirsten's story I don't remember but it just seems odd that they would put that like go through the pains of having chickens be in the magazine and having the model hold the chickens like it almost feels like the Kirsten clothes were like shot in a different location than the Felicity (laughs) one (laughs) very well could have been yeah I mean it's it's very bizarre to have chickens on set right like that's that's a lot of work for like the production team and our little Kirsten girl here looks so calm holding a chicken, but like, imagine the outtakes. I seriously. Yeah. If you are the model of the Kirsten section, please feel free to reach out. We have some questions for you. I have one feature about this dress. I find really sweet which is that it has two grow stripes at the bottom which I think she's like kind Mm. of showing by lifting out her dress so you can like let them down as you get taller which if you're spending $80 on this dress in 1996 you'd want it to last you through a couple seasons for sure yeah it better come with grow stripes that's (laughs) such an interesting feature yeah I wonder if that's like a historical detail right Ugh, probably, right? That makes so much sense for a dress at that time. And then we have her prairie school dress, which is her beautiful red school dress uh, with a little print on it, his little maple leaves, I believe. And this is a really sweet dress that I think I don't really see so much of like a dress up quality to it. Like, I think this could very well be, especially like as a young kid, like this wasn't too dissimilar from what I was wearing Mm. at age like eight or nine to school and yeah it's pretty cute yeah I like that it has the little collar that ties onto it that's really Mm -hmm. cute I think this this is one of my favorite Kirsten outfits and I think it makes a very cute dress right Laura read the last sentence of this a little helpful a per- tip from AG. <laughs> a perfect dress to wear on school picture day. Mm-hmm. I hope that someone wore that on school picture day. Imagine like looking back at your school pictures and finding that you were wearing the American Girl historic doll clothing in them. <laughs> Especially Kirsten. Actually, any of these really. I think we had a commenter on our on our post about the meat dresses where I the question was posed of which dress did you want or which did you have? And someone commented that like back in the day they would want Felicity, but like their modern sensibilities are going to choose Molly's because it's more practical to have the separates, which fair. Um, It's interesting to see like which one of these are like decent enough to wear today and not so costumey. And I think, you know, we've talked about this before, Laura, of like, putting on the outfit really brings you back into the time period that you're trying to portray in like a imaginative moment, right? The clothes make the person. And some of these, I think are really going to take you back to the 1700s, but you know, the summer striper, which I love for Kirsten, like this dress, I don't know if I'd be so excited to receive this as a dress up as much as I love it. 
Yeah, like, again, I love it because I think it could be really wearable, but it's not like a dress-up vibe. But (laughs) these descriptions are so funny. What's simple, summery, and special? Cherry pie, the 4th of July. Striped in sky blue and antique white, the dress is made Mm -hmm. of a polycon blend that's as cool as a summer breeze. But it is, you know, it is a very cute summer dress. I don't know why they have the model in black tights wearing it. That's an interesting choice for sure. I mean, this is such a sweet look. Yeah, it's really cute. And again, with the props, she's holding a basket of berries, it seems. So cute. And then she has a coordinating hat that doesn't get much fanfare as Felicity's does, but it you know, very basic description here. One size fits all $35 (laughs) where Felicity's hat gets a whole Jay Peterman description and Kirsten's is left out in the dust here. Felicity starts with, you'll be the star of any gala in this show-stopping wide-brimmed hat. And (laughs) Kirsten's is just straw hat, one size fits all. (laughs) But it does have a cute little bow and what looks like maybe like some like barrier flower adornments there so that's cute super cute and then we get to Kirsten's nighty the warmest softest nightgown you ever snuggled into except for Felicity's Addie's or Samantha's but (laughs) well (laughs) I will say a, a key difference between the Felicity nightgown is that this one is flannel which I wasn't expecting oh then maybe it is the softest warmest snuggliest interesting and this one has a gross stripe as well yeah interesting okay now here's another thing that bothered me from my childhood I don't understand what is going on with the model's hair or (laughs) the Kirsten she's holding a Kirsten doll the Kirsten doll hair always annoyed me too like it's like they put it in like the loosest like bun like I don't understand what's happening here it looks like first of all the model's hair looks like if you were a child drawing hair with a marker like this does not make any sense like how this was pinned up or placed for the model but Kirsten's hair is even more confusing because in the catalog, you see that her hair is down, but this looks like it was like chopped up. Like this looks like it was from the, the hospital. Like right. Like it took a doll almost, from the hospital to put in the shoot. <laughs> it almost looks like short hair on the doll. Right. Totally. Very confusing, but I do like this nightgown and I, I like the interesting detail that it's flannel. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And then you could also get her little Amber heart. Swedish girls wear hearts of genuine amber, a stone that washes up on the shores of the Baltic Sea. This real amber heart hangs from a 17-inch silk cord with a clasp of gold and comes in a burgundy pouch. $25. Wow. Not bad. All right. Then we get over to Addie. Yes. Now, Addie definitely has a dress that I love as her meat dress. They're calling it the cinnamon pink dress. Which was a very popular color when Addie was growing up. 
I can see why. I can see why. <laughs> it's really, it's really a beautiful Mitras. Definitely one of my favorites. And you could also, I think, wear this without any hesitation today, back in the early 2000s, 90s. Like this is a classic look. Yes. Now to go under a look of this type or many of the others, you need a crinoline petticoat for extra fullness. So basically this is just like another skirt layer for $20 that you put under all of these dresses. Now that Mm -hmm. might turn some heads if you were out in public, but for the dress up (laughs) quality, it's a hundred percent a must have. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. It's interesting. Like I think Kirsten and some of the Addy dresses, we'll get into Samantha and Molly's, but yeah, again, like there isn't so much like the dress up element of it as it is like the, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're putting on like a play or like pretending to be an American girl, but when I think of dress ups, I think of like a lot of tool, a lot of lace sequins. Like those were the dress ups that I was most drawn to growing up. Right. Like the, the ones that are, feel like fun and special. Yeah. Like I want yeah. like, a ballet costume. Right. Something but like these, really girly. Yeah. Like these are, these are really beautiful though, but like, like Samantha, her school outfit, not to jump too far ahead, but like, I don't want to feel like I'm going to the office. That right. wasn't my type of dress up. <laughs> right. Getting but, in to Addie's school suit, I think also not very like dress up-y. I don't know. It's not very costumey, mm-hmm. but we do love this outfit. Snappy yep. blue suit, three-piece ensemble. Oh, and this has like multiple pieces priced differently. So you are paying $30 for the, oh, but you can only do it one of two ways you can get the blouse on its own for $30 or the whole suit for 80. Oh God. I, if I had this, I would only get the suit. I feel like my parents would be like, no, you cannot also get the blouse. Yeah. My parents would be like, just put, put, put any shirt under there. <laughs> Wear the turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is such a cute suit. And it looks like, it looks like, are these Kirsten's boots? that we're using for adding to or are these slightly different I think these are slightly different they look to be like a little bit more patent leather yeah and Samantha has some boots of her own so it's interesting to see like what dolls get shoes and what uh yeah what the different accessories are yeah, totally agree. I also think it's an interesting detail that this suit is made out of wool which like 100% wool like that is you know I just, it makes me wonder like what American girl was seeing as the intention for these outfits, because if it's just for dress up, it probably doesn't need to be a hundred percent wool. But if like you think a kid is going to really wear this out in the world, I guess that's why you'd put some quality materials, but yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, maybe that was kind of the argument too with the revamped AG outfits in general. Like they're like, kids don't need dolls with beautiful, fine fabric. Like they want some 
costuming modernized doll clothes for the meat outfits. Right. Which, at you, Felicity. <laughs> right. Which, like, I guess I understand it from a certain extent. But, yeah, I don't know. Just interesting. And then next we have her party pinafore. That <laughs> also... Uh, has inspired the Addy model to have a little prop of a <laughs> bird, which I believe is part of Addy's birthday vignette anyway. So mm-hmm. makes a little more summer. sense than the chicken. <laughs> yeah. Is this her birthday or summer vignette? I think uh, this is actually her birthday. Her birthday. Okay. So yes. she is a first departure from the other dolls we've looked at where her birthday dress is part of this collection instead of her summer dress which is surprising because Addie's summer dress is very cute it is so cute I wonder why they did that but yeah. I mean oh but I mean those two dresses are so adorable so it's you know a toss-up for me but I love this birthday look I think this is just adorable and yeah I like that they say perfect for a sunny bird day celebration uh, oh my god well I love that love, but we love, I, a pun. <laughs> we love a pun but I also need to read the rest of this description because it, it's so clear that the author was like in a food or like ice cream mindset <laughs> when they wrote this made of chocolate and cream checked jacquard the pinafore has a scooped waistband, <laughs> two triangular pockets trimmed with rickrack. The blouse is made of vanilla piquet wall with double dipped sleeves and rickrack trim. <laughs> like, why am I like, why are they describing an ice cream instead of an outfit? Oh my God. Honestly, though, they really <laughs> ran with that theme. They really did. And this outfit, I think, is the priciest one we've seen so far besides the multi-piece Felicity outfit at $98. Yeah. $98. That is, I think, the most singularly expensive dress that we've seen. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then we have Addie's nightgown, which is also a floor length white gown is a bit different than Kirsten's though inspired by the one Addie wore on cold winter nights your gown is of soft poly flannel fashioned with a pretty pointed yoke I don't know what a yoke is oh maybe it's like the top of it Mm -hmm. um comfy drop shoulders and pearly etched buttons this is really cute and it's very sweet to see the model with her Addie doll here Yes, this is one of my favorite nightgowns. Typically, I really like this one. It's very simple, but I don't know. It's just very sweet. I I like it a lot. Totally. And you get a deal when you purchase the 90 for you and your doll together. Save $6. As you should. (laughs) And then Addie's little jewelry piece is a cowrie necklace. So this is a cowrie shell from Africa strung with frosted glass beads, polished natural beads on a slender 16-inch leather cord. And it comes in a colorful pouch made of African fabric. So that is Addie's jewelry contribution for her collection. Super cute. Then we get into Samantha. And her meat dress is actually named the afternoon tea dress. And this is the plaid dress with puffy sleeves that we all know and love from Samantha. And yeah, her 
undergarments include a party slip. So this is $16, which is a dainty Venice lace accented with a pink bow and a pretty rosette. Samantha would have loved it. And this is cute. I mean, her meat dress is $80. Does it come with the bow? It doesn't appear that it comes with a bow, but it does come with the locket. Ooh, that's worth it. It comes with a little locket pendant that we see in her accessories, but you could also purchase another locket too, which is interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. Yeah, I definitely think that having like the little pin locket on the lapel area makes this dress Mm -hmm. appealing as a buy for sure. And then we have her flannel school dress, which like we have just never been very interested in. I think it looks good because like it's great accuracy, but it's just like meh. Yeah, this never appealed to me. I'd rather have the school outfit from a little princess, like those forest green outfits that all the girls wear. Like that appealed to me more than like the Samantha school dress did. Also, I'm a little confused by this. The blues on top is trimmed with buttons and top stitch in white. The high white PK collar and black taffeta attire are fashion features inspired by Buster Brown, a famous cartoon character <laughs> in 1904. What? I don't understand that. I'm going to need to look up Buster Brown to like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. But, you know, this is a cute, I mean, this could literally be an outfit worn to school by anyone it's very like neutral so for that reason it's kind of cute but yeah a showstopper the high button boots yep and they're made of real leather and they have shiny (laughs) black buttons and they zip up in the side uh and these are 68 dollars, so these will definitely be on the pricey side but they do really complete every single look on this page I like these boots. I'd wear these today. Yeah, these are cute. And then we have Samantha's sailor suit. You'll look ship shape in this classic midi tailored in white twill. This is the look where she saves the day and it is costing you $95. I love the description in here so much. It comes with a brass bows and whistles knotted on a cord to hang around your neck. Toot toot, what a suit. The copywriter really had a little fun with this. That is so insane. I I mean, this is, again, like a cute outfit, not one that I would really want, but cute. And you can also get a selection of hair bows. But what I find interesting is like none of the hair bows really go. Okay, the striped one goes with the sailor. Right. But the other... Bows like aren't there, right? It says choose from navy, red, white, gross grain with black stripes, which is what we see in her sailor outfit. Burgundy. Oh, okay. Burgundy, black, or pink stripe. So those are not shown in this, but it shows them on the model. I see. Got it. That makes more sense. But where's the pink stripe bow? That seems like an obvious choice to show. Yeah, especially you know with the nightgown here, but just for general appeal, right? I know seems like a no-brainer, but let's get into the nightgown because Ugh. man, oh man, <laughs> Samantha the of my dreams, 
the author of this copy knows exactly how good Samantha has it because she says share Samantha's sweet dreams when you wear this beautiful nightgown like she knows that Samantha is living in luxury (laughs) but this is also a polyflannel so a little on the warmer side and I love the pink ribbons that are like woven throughout this nightgown that's like what really sells me on it agree and and I love the way that the model looks with the doll they look so similar like this model like really was the right one for Samantha agreed a perfect Samantha I think that this nightgown set is just so adorable and I love you know thinking back to Samantha's bedroom set like how perfectly she looks with like her white bedding with pink ribbons on it as well and just really matching the whole vibe but wouldn't it have been really fun if American Girl made girl size bedding yes oh my gosh yes that would have been incredible missed opportunity I feel like that would have been pretty successful agreed a hundred percent especially with Samantha's but like the other dolls had really cute like quilts and like Addie's quilt Kirsten's like I think that would have been really like a whole separate business that they missed out on yeah I agree I feel like that would have been so cute I don't know why they didn't venture into that territory right The last item on Samantha's collection is her keepsake locket, which is interesting again, because she already has a locket that comes with the afternoon tea dress. That's like a pin, but you know, whatever you got to do to make those coins. This one is um, very reasonably priced at $14. Yeah. Very, very reasonable. Surprising given like the luxury nature of Samantha's vibe. (laughs) Seriously. Then we get over to Molly and Molly's meat outfit is called Sporty Separates. And this is her navy skirt with her argyle sweater. And the argyle sweater, of course, has the red uh, and navy pattern with little white and it seems yellow accents. And this is such a cute look. All of the pieces together are pretty reasonable, but combined will add up to a pretty penny, especially because you have the sweater for $40, the skirt for 30, but they're also selling you that blouse underneath for 26. And we barely see the blouse here. Unless, oh wait, you could wear the blouse with the plaid school jumper. Okay. So you could see a little bit more of it and it is quite adorable, but for the meat outfit specifically, you don't really see it. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Agreed. It's like a secondary look. And then, you know, you have the beret as well for mm-hmm. another 10, another $10, which I think is a must have to complete this look. I think her plaid jumper is really cute, but I don't know, Laura, when you had to wear a school uniform, was it this vibe? No, God, no. My school uniform <laughs> I only went to private school for high school. And by the time we got there, it was like nobody wanted to wear anything other than pants. And they like let, I mean, they let girls wear skirts and jumpers like this if you wanted to, but they also let them wear pants. So everybody wore just like khaki pants tucked in with like a shirt tucked in, which is weird because now I would prefer to wear something like this. This is so cute. (laughs) 
This is really adorable. Yeah. Apparently the top of the jumper buttons off and you can take it off and just have a skirt and shirt option if you wanted. Interesting. Yeah. I'm sold on this. Then we have her birthday sundress, which I know is a favorite Molly look in her collection. And I'm glad to see that they're offering it here because Molly is summer look, which a lot of the other girl size clothing options that were given for the other dolls are their summer looks is that camping outfit, red shorts and white button down. But I think they made a good choice with the birthday outfit. Agreed. I think that this is a way better, more appealing option than the camp Gwangin, whatever it was called, (laughs) (laughs) outfit. Um, And this has always been one of my favorite outfits. And I think it's a really cute dress and totally versatile to be worn, you know, by any modern girl. So I really like it. Yeah, totally. It also comes with three big birthday balloons. Wait, that's That's so so random, but okay. (laughs) That's cute. I know, a little extra. Why not? Why not? Going back to the school situation, you could also get Molly's plaid book bag for a little accessory moment, which is a little different, I believe, than what she came with for her school outfit but it's still quite cute yeah you get an umbrella which I think is a little bit I don't know I don't love that it has the pleasant company logo on it as like a molly accessory like right the American girl dolls can't know they exist so meta (laughs) too meta but I do like this umbrella it is twelve dollars which is very reasonable and I love it I love an umbrella with uh that doesn't retract. Like I love like a classic umbrella, Mm. sturdy, not going to blow in the wind. I like it. Agreed. Agreed. Then we get into Molly's pajama set. So right off the bat, I think that they answer a question that I had, which is that these aren't super similar actually to the pajamas she has. Now that I'm like looking at the page styled for today's American girl, but with all the classic details of Molly's time, these pajamas include open lapels, cuffed pants and sleeves and red trim of soft candy striped poly flannel wear the matching sash in your hair for a slumber party so I feel like they've made some tweaks to them um (laughs) I wonder why and it's interesting that like first of all why do any pajamas have a sash to begin with like the last thing I want to wear when I'm going to bed is a belt honestly though that's why she's wearing it in her hair I guess it pulls the look together for Molly I think it would be a little off-putting to see Molly without the sash, mm. you know, but yeah. even like the way the model is posing in this, she has her arms crossed. Like, I don't, I think pajamas like this are like really comfy and cute and cozy, but like maybe not the most photogenic. I'm curious why they use like a derivative pattern from what we see Molly having. Yeah. I was wondering if that was just in like the digital copy of the magazine that I can't really like see these stripes, but the stripes seem to be like much more finely mm-hmm. there than like the wider, bigger stripes on Molly's, which yeah, I feel like would be so cute in girl size pajamas. 
right? Because it's like, oh, you matched with your doll, but not really. I feel like they easily had access to the fabric for Molly, right? Like they're making thousands of Molly pajamas, like put some of that fabric towards the actual pajamas for the girls, right? Like that's an easy fix. Some of this, I imagine, you know, like the Argyle sweater or, you know, some of the other looks might be a little bit difficult, but like when you have the fabric, why not just use it? Yeah, that's confusing for sure. And then Molly also has a locket similar to Samantha's, but hers is of sterling silver. So this is a real (laughs) sterling silver locket for $20. That's kind of cool. That is so cool. All right, Molly. So Laura, looking at all of these outfits and going in depth with it, let's do a little ranking here. All righty. Well, if we're going to start with meat outfits, my favorite for me is going to be Addie. Mm. Addie is such a top contender for me, but I think for the dress up of it all, I'm going Felicity just to feel a little bit out of my norm and get back to my dreams of wearing this in fifth grade. (laughs) Totally fair. Whose school outfit do you want to wear? Shockingly, Molly's because she doesn't win a lot of categories for me, but I just Mm -hmm. love her little jumper and I love that it can be like detached. Yeah. You know what? I might agree with you here. You know, I, I'm debating between Addie and Molly and I'm having a hard time. Like, and I think it's kind of overall, but like thinking about what I would want as a kid growing up and then what I would want to wear today. Like I'm trying to get back into that, like dress up mentality. I don't know. I think I might go with Molly as well with you. Yeah. It's just a winner. It's so cute. And I love the blouse. Mm -hmm. I love that the sleeves are a little puffed. All right. Well, this is like almost a no brainer, but whose summer slash birthday outfit are you going with? Uh, Felicity. Obvi. (laughs) No other, no other choice. No other option. I mean, let's do a second best because I feel like we've talked about this so much on the podcast, but like, whose would you choose as the second option? Hmm. Probably Addie's. I like the dress up quality of Addie's, like you were saying. I also like Molly's, but then if I'm thinking about, you know, wanting to make it special, I'm leaning towards Addie. Yeah, I'm going Addie too. I think it's wow. really beautiful and special and yeah. All right. <laughs> I, think, I think we might run into the same issue here with the pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, obviously I think we can all agree Samantha's nightgown is number one in our eyes. Absolutely. And so who are we choosing for the second best? I think I'm choosing Addie's nightgown. So cute. I, oh goodness. All right. I'm going to go with Kirsten for this. I like that little blue bow on Kirsten's though. It's, I mean, it's a very similar look to Addie's, but uh, it's hard. I'll go with Kirsten. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Well, Well, I think that kind of like spreads it around all the girls too. They all have like top looks. So good for us for being, uh, we're open-minded. Uh, open-minded. Yeah. 
No, agreed. (laughs) This was so fun. We're definitely going to be posting these looks on our Instagram. So I know you all have such strong thoughts and feelings about these looks. Let us know whose looks you really want, whose you might've had. And yeah, let's keep the conversation flowing over on Instagram. Yes, absolutely. And we'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to American Girl Women. For more AG Women content, follow us on IG at American Girl Women or send us your American Girl stories via AmericanGirlWomen at gmail.com. We might just read them on the pod. If you like this podcast, tell your friends and rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts.